All right, welcome to another episode of the Life of Becoming You podcast. Let's get this. I am your host, Jonathan Gilardi, and as a lifestyle coach, I can tell you with absolute certainty The biggest mistake that people make in their life is they don't look at their life in a holistic way, right? Your business is succeeding, but your health is deteriorating. Your relationship's going well, but you can't spend time by yourself because you haven't found that self-development inner peace. So by looking at yourself in a holistic way, what you do is you balance your life. And by balancing your life, you create a foundation to elevate your life. So you get the most joy, the most fun. You raise your confidence. You stay in congruence of your mission. Those obstacles aren't obstacles anymore. They're just hurdles that you're jumping over. You deal with the fears and the doubts and the worries and you turn it into confidence and skill and productivity. By looking at your life in a holistic way, you build a deep connections to your life, to your purpose, and to your future. This is the way you transform into your most authentic self unapologetically. Let's get this, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Story Sunday. And boy, do I got one to tell you about. Someone miraculous. Someone who took me a little too long to get to know. A little too long to really see the deep side of this magnificent woman. So powerful. Such an inspiration. And such a live life changer for a lot of people. So, today, actually is going to be really powerful because I went to a workshop on Louise Hay, which is who I'm talking about. And I actually went to a workshop about her and I found it just so soothing and finding breakthroughs and being inspired more than you could imagine. And it was really cool. So I want to talk about Louise Hay for, for a brief moment. If you don't know her, And she was, you know, she definitely had a rough childhood. She was abused, raped, uh, dropped out of high school before she even graduated. Uh, I think she moved to New York in like 1950 or something like that. And she, you know, she was married to a, a guy for about 15 years. And then he ended up leaving her for another woman. She had a lot of traumas in her life. You know, a lot of things that hang on to you. A lot of things that you want to let go, but they just kind of sit there in your mind and they like to keep popping up and reminding you that you got stuff to worry about. So what our mind does, and we have to heal that, right? If we don't know how to quiet our mind, how to direct our thoughts, I mean, we're done for in this world, right? We got judgment, criticism, new information, new technology coming at us from every angle. We got to be able to take all this noise, quiet it down and, and start really feeding our minds, right? How you feed your mind is ultimately going to lead to how healthy you are, right? It's like saying, you know, you're, you're, you want to run a marathon, but you're going to eat Burger King or McDonald's three times a day for the next two months. I mean, your body is just simply not going to be ready. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to be producing the energy and all the stuff that you need. Same with your mind. You have to be feeding it good thoughts, blocking bad thoughts, and reframing your negative thoughts to good ones, right? So we can start healing ourselves. We can start lowering the stress, increasing our energy, keeping ourselves focused, feeling like things are happening in our life because that's when things do. So after that, she went down a deep, dark hole, of course, and uh, she was told that she has cancer. I I can't remember exactly uh, which cancer it was. My apologies on that. But she was, so she had cancer and she realized 
which this is one of the parts that's just so mind-blowing to me. She realized that she had trauma from when she was raped, right, from, from the old past. And she realized she never really healed that. So she refused all medicine. And she went into visualization, positive affirmations, nutrition, self-talk, self-love. She dove into all of that. Dug into what happened with the rape and all that stuff, getting it out into the open and then healing it. Well, within six months, she was completely cured of cancer. Doctors across the globe couldn't, couldn't even fathom it. And then she went on to teach other people how to do that, and she got, the, and she got them results. So just think about that. That she believed that this cancer, this part of her that was just deteriorating was because she never put a spotlight on some of the trauma that's been happening to her. And I just think that's so powerful. To look at the things that aren't going right, to not be afraid to think into them, to not be afraid to give them energy if they are true, if they're coming from stuff that's happened, not just your mind becoming paranoid about your life and your situations. To put a spotlight on that, send some more good thoughts do some meditation, eat good food, say positive affirmations to yourself, keep yourself in a good energy, molecules, atoms. This makes us up. We need to keep them in a good fire rate. It's like the test, a good apple, two good apples, and then people send negative thoughts and bad energy to one, and people send good energy to the other, and they've done this test a bunch of times. One rots quicker than the other. Hey, that's your body. We are energy, and if you haven't realized this, you need to accept this. Because once you stop resisting this, your entire life is going to change. Maybe not instantly, but it will change once you adapt this thought and once you put it into play in your real life. And you have those moments into the day where you're just like, hey, I'm not going to care what that person said to me because they got their own stuff going on. I'm going to keep my own inner dialogue pure with compassion and love and happiness because that's what I want to feel. And that doesn't mean that you don't get mad. When you get mad, don't resist it. Don't feel like you have to be happy all the time because that's just not realistic, right? Let it out. Let it open, but don't dwell on it, right? Don't sit there and beat yourself up for two weeks on a single mistake that you made. You know, that's when we start destroying ourselves. We start throwing a lot of stress. We start making ourselves sick. Stress kills animals. Stress can kill us. It can make us sick. So she went into healing that, and then she wrote, wrote her book, of course, and she healed it, and she healed a lot of other people, and I just thought it was so fascinating. And when I went to this workshop, they had me do something where you talk into a mirror, and you say positive things to yourself, and let me tell you, it was weird. It was weird, and I'm proud to say that, because you know me, I'm a personal development guy, I'm all about sitting in meditation and being positive to yourself, telling yourself you love, you love yourself, all these things that people resist to, and I'm telling you, a golden rule in life, when you resist and when you have fear about something that you want to do, lean into it. Say, no, I am not going to play small anymore. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to play big. So no one wanted to get up, so I got up, and I started saying these things that they were having me repeat into the mirror, and my body was like shaking. It's as if I've never done that before, and I'm like, what? I meditate all the time. I say positive things. I have a journal, right? I have gratitude. Like I do all this stuff, and I feel good a lot. Even when something bad happens, I just feel like it's going to work out. It's just simply a way of not worrying because what does worry do? Absolutely nothing for you, 
right? If you need to get on top of a situation, figure out a way to get on top and then stop worrying about it. Spend that five minutes diving in deep and then stop the worry, right? It makes sense. So, but it's not always easy to do that. So sometimes you got to have someone like myself to push you to, to step into the game, to the big game and, and be a leader of your own body, be a leader of your soul, be a leader of your mind and start feeling how you want to feel in your day. That's going to serve you, the life and the people around it. So, so my thing is, this was amazing. My body was like shaking and I was like, oh, what? This is crazy. Really awesome stuff. Um, so where kind of I want to take this is self-love, self-talk, right? You got to come back to the present. So if you're someone during the week that's working a lot, you want to, you're probably a little more focused during the week, right? What happens on your time off? And on the days off, maybe on the weekend, or maybe on the nights off that you're home, do you find yourself just in front of the TV, just kind of relaxing, not really thinking, kind of disconnecting? I'm not saying that's bad, because it's not. And I love TV. You know, I have to limit it because I'll never get anything done if I don't limit it. But I still love TV. I have, my, I have great shows that I love watching. I'm still watching the show 24, if any of you guys know that. I've been watching that for like 15 years. I don't know why. I just, <laughs> I've always loved it. So, um, so yeah, you know, you have to find your moments where you reconnect with the inside of yourself. So as you're disconnecting, and there may not be the, an intention to disconnect, but you are in disconnecting in a way because you're getting so involved in the TV and someone else's life. So that's not a bad thing. So if you feel like I'm saying that, I, I'm telling you, it's, I, I'm not. But if you're doing it for five to seven hours and you just don't want to deal with life, that's where I'm talking about you're really disconnecting. So find time to come back to the inside. Go inside, meaning feel what it's like to feel the inside of you, what it feels like. Are you present? Are you anxious? Are you stressed? And to give some empowering words to yourself, right? Give yourself a new story of the day, a new energy, a new positive vibe. And you can go on with healing yourself. One way that I can say that this is really powerful in your life is my thing with money, right? I resisted that money had an energy for a while. I was just like, no, money's just incredibly difficult to get. And after reading and studying and looking into that part, well, what happened was I realized that I did have a scarce mindset, you know, and that comes from it. Us, you know, my family always struggled with money all my life. And because of that, I found myself in a scarce energy, which means as a coach, I, I wasn't a good salesperson because I didn't like asking people for money. I just felt like I wanted to help them. And it came down to not valuing myself and my time. Now, I've spoke about this like two episodes ago in a podcast, so I won't go too deep into it. But as you start to shift the internal dialogue, you'll start to see things shift in your real life. So my recommendation to you is spend a couple times a day coming back inside, seeing how you feel, giving yourself positive affirmations. The big worries in your life, let's say you're you know, about to have you know, a child and you're worried about being a parent. Got to put some good words, keep your baby doing well, right? You know, let's say you're, you got fired and you're looking for a new job and you don't feel like you can find it. That's energy that you're carrying with you. So you got to change those words inside. You got to heal yourself. You got to say, I believe in myself to find a better job. I believe in myself to make good money. 
I believe that even if I'm struggling right now, I will make it to the other side. And then you go into that, you go into a job interview with a whole different energy because you've built it day after day after day. So now it's ingrained in you. So you don't have, you know, if you're feeling negative about jobs, well, you're going to be blocked in your job interview because you're not going to believe in yourself. That, that comes across. People can smell that. They can sense it from looking at the back of you as you're walking away if you're angry or mad or sad, right? You get it. You're a person. You feel the energy too. So I can't encourage you anymore. Self-love, 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 my friend. Change the words inside. Give yourself some power. Give yourself some, some leadership. Start playing big in your life and continue to live and to walk the path of the life of becoming you. Happy Story Sunday. All right, my friends, I hope you absolutely loved that episode. And before you go, I have a gift to give you. But first, if you did love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the community and support the business. I thank you for that. You can also take a snapshot on Instagram, send it out to your friends, and hashtag me at Jonathan Gilardi. I'll throw you up in my story, give you a shout out, my friend. I appreciate it. And the gift that I have for you is one of the best ways to elevate your life is to elevate your focus. By having more focus, you avoid distractions, you feel more connected, more inspired, and you get a lot more done with your day. And this book that I have on focus really changed the game for me. And I want to give you this book absolutely free. And that is the best part. Just go to www.successcoachjonathan.com forward slash podcast and you'll see a button to grab your free ebook. You can instantly download it absolutely free and start improving instantly. All right, my friends, I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care.